0: Sometimes we get on and we've had a bad Monday, Tuesday, and we try to force Wednesday and Thursday to be really good. And in that forcing, we also have a bad Wednesday and then a bad Thursday, and then we have a bad week. What does that happen? That can lead into a bad next week. And so I want to try and really get, your, get you to put a different perspective on your time frame for success in trading and the amount you need for individual sessions and individual weeks, let's say. Um, because once you start to get into the point of all I'm doing is spending the next 45 minutes analyzing each candle and hoping I can get one, two, maybe three trades that match my trading plan and take five, 10, 20 points, maybe 40 points, depending on if it's a good move. Great. But we don't have to have these huge expectations. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck? Like you're doing all the work, but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on, or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Success Shift. My name is Jake and it's a Wednesday, although for me it feels a little bit like a Monday because I've just had a nice extended long weekend after getting the launch of the trading plan course out and, and working pretty tirelessly on a few different projects. I had my friends come over for the weekend um, from all over the world actually. one We all went to high school together and one now lives in the Isle of Man and one lives in Belgium, and. One was on a Euro trip from Australia, and we all were able to meet up together for Oktoberfest. So it was absolutely lovely, and I'm very grateful for traveling friends, that's for sure. Uh, one thing about traveling to the other side of the world to live is, you know, your friends group does split a little bit, but we stay communicated. And, um, yeah, it was really nice for them to come all this way, and especially to my little town here in Germany, and or city, shall we say. And um yeah, hang out for the weekend. So that was absolutely lovely, but I will say my body's a bit sore, so is my um, my head a little bit. I think I picked up a flu of some sort, so I'm feeling a little bit slow and sluggish to get back into my week. But say lovey, that is the joy of doing what I do. So today my my gratitude goes to yeah, fr- friends and mainly traveling friends. Um We have some gratitude coming into the chat here, so just make sure you chuck that in there. Grateful for strength and positivity amidst uncertainty. Very good. After what we are talking about before, it's good to have that strength and positivity there. Yeah, uncertainty can be very uh, nerving and exciting, uh, but it really is dependent on on where this uncertainty comes from. So good to be strong and positive. So excited for today's session. A new phase I heard was life is happening for us, not to us puts a new perspective on life for me yeah i love that saying actually um i think there's i don't know where i first heard it i think it was peter um what's his name can't remember exactly that he wrote the book that i've got just up here there we go i knew it'd be somewhere excuse me the inside track that's the one i'm talk- talking about peter sage there we go i don't know if you've heard much of peter sage before um but i really like him uh he wrote this book called the inside track about how he i'm um, Incorrectly, I guess, got put in prison, and how he spent his time in prison helping a bunch of the prisoners kind of turn their life around. So it's a really, really interesting read. Highly recommend it. Um, but he talks about how our levels of consciousness and um, that life, yeah, life happens not to us, and then he says for us, and then through us is the extension that I think he puts on that life is happening through us, for us, and to us. I think is the three he uses. But I will have to reread that before I quote it directly, and I highly recommend uh, anyone else who is on that personal development. He's a really good personal development person. Um, Peter Sage really like his stuff. But thanks for sharing. It's a really nice reminder. Life is happening for us, not to us. Uh, Good morning. So grateful for all the people in this community and the wealth of knowledge that is shared. Yeah, it's really nice to have a group of like-minded individuals that not only come together, but come together daily and keep supporting each other and keep influencing each other and helping each other go and push through to new levels um one of my friends is just sort of getting into the same thing and i saw her facebook today she was saying um about should coulds and woods um and how we need to change our phrasing and i feel like people coming into this community are all about just i can and it will and when rather than if and maybe and it should so i really like that when you have all of these people together um doing the same kind of thing with the same attitude uh not really questioning if but questioning when um and uh you know knowing exactly what they want and why they want it and then figuring out the how along the way and it just it really does create a different mindset and um what's that called word i can't think of it when the group of minds come together and it's a mastermind there we go got there eventually (laughs) good morning feeling blessed i'm this i feel the same lorraine yeah it's really nice Okay, so today um, I want to talk about a couple of things that I do speak about quite regularly, but that's because they are so important. And it's about the greed um, and the greed in two aspects. The reason I talk about this so often is because every time I do some review and look down where I could have done better or what growth I could have more, it does come down to greed. And this is just for me, but I think that the more we sort of self review, and look at certain aspects and try to break it down to the simplest forms Uh, again you know fear and greed two of the biggest driving forces of all the economic market and a lot of what we do and i was listening to robert kiyosaki and he talks about fear and greed and how people get stuck in jobs in the sense that you know sometimes we get fearful that we can't pay the mortgage. So therefore we stay in this job that's paying a certain amount or we get a little bit of a pay rise and then we get greedy. And instead of using our money wisely, we buy a slightly bigger house and then we get fearful that we can't pay that mortgage off. And it's kind of this endless cycle of fear and greed. Get a little bit more money, put ourselves in a situation where we're fearful that we can't pay it off or grow any expansion because of you know usually lack of knowledge. But this whole fear and greed, fear and greed cycle. So we stay in our jobs because we're scared that we can't pay off all of the stuff that we need to pay off um, and then we get a little bit more but we don't have enough to change drastically so you know we just add to that cycle and you can hear about this in many many different forms fear and greed fear and greed fear and greed but what I want to talk to you about today especially in trading um is first of all our fear our greed in individual trades but secondly our greed in how long our time span is for us to succeed at what we're doing here I see a lot of people and this goes back to that expectation versus reality You know, the one, the biggest reason that a lot of people quit is because they have this expectation and then the reality doesn't meet it. it. And so the gap creates this disappointment. And what happens in that disappointment is you start to doubt, self-doubt comes in, the negative self-talk, all the stuff we talk about on this show quite regularly starts to pile on in and build up and build up and build up. What happens? You get frustrated or disappointed in yourself and then you end up leaving. Or, you know, you realize that, your skills aren't where you thought they were. And then this is a reason for change. And you're like, ah, okay, you know, I need to do something different. And all this stuff starts to come up and come up. And I think a lot of the time, especially if we're in that nine to five, you know, shiny object these days, everyone wants instant gratification. Those moments are the moments that separate the strong and the weak. Those moments are the the ones that separate the successful and the non-successful. Those moments, which we all have, I've had them many, many a time. But the reason I am where I am is because I look at those moments and go, right, I can either let this beat me and get on top of me, or I can speak to my wife, who's great with having communication with, or I can find someone to talk to about this thing, and I can learn, grow, and move forward onto the next one, knowing full well that there's going to probably be more along the way. But if we let that get to us and we let that expectation versus reality hurt too much, you know, that difference hurt too much, then we're going to find it really hard to keep going. But if we can find that being the growth, like, okay, my expectation was here, I would maybe make this by this date, but the reality is here, that means I need to grow more. There's an imbalance and we need to feel those imbalances. Okay, so I want you to think about what is your timeline? Do you have a set expectation for this? And And how do you feel if something happens and you don't make it? Is it like, well, I said I'd make it here. I didn't make it. I'm the worst, what's the point in trying this? Do you have that self, that negative self-talk? Or are you someone that goes, this is my goal, this is what I'm going to get to. If I don't get it by this date, that's okay. <laughs> I will figure out a way to speed up or I'll figure out something else. Remember, it's that how is something we figure out. Knowing exactly what you want and why you want it is the key aspects. And then the how along the way, it might diverge, it might chop and change, but you need to just keep going and figuring out a new how when obstacles come your way. Okay, does that make sense to people? Chuck some ones in the chat if that makes sense so far because one okay couple people i will master this baby steps yeah baby steps that's all it needs to take and the thing is i think once you commit to that determination of this is what i'm going to do i will master it then the timeline becomes irrelevant yes of course we want that to happen faster because of our current situation yes we want to push and drive and get there as fast as we can because we know how successful and great trading can be but when we put ourselves on a hard fast timeline, Right, when we don't get there, and we feel disappointment, and we feel that discouragement, it's even harder to get back on the horse and keep going. And not only that, but if you do quit and go left field, you're going to have to learn something new, or go back to something that you are either unhappy enough with that you wanted out, and then you go back to that. So what what is the opportunity? Uh, what is the alternative? Sorry, and um, I think the important thing here is that timeline. That timeline is where we set our it's where we believe in ourselves. we can achieve hang on let me try that again (laughs) it's a timeline of which we believe our own ability is capable of achieving said goal okay Um, and often that can be unrealistic sometimes it can be realistic it's different for everyone but the greed aspect to this is do i you know the thing about trading is you can be a millionaire in a few months or, you know, a year, or whatever it is, it is possible. But if you don't get that, how do you feel? How do you behave? How do you respond? You know, are you okay with making it two years, five years? You know, not many people make it to that millionaire stage and especially multimillionaire. And what we have in our hand is very, very powerful. The thing we need to learn is ourselves and how we respond and react and behave to what happens on the charts, and that's short term and long term you know you'll hear about traders who have made a lot of money had a huge loss you know not put their stop loss in something's happened they've they've held on to money and they kept on buying in and it's kept on going down and all just all went to shit and they've given up on it because that that section there was too much for them can you guys still hear me i've just got a message saying difficulty connecting chuck some ones in the chat if you can I'm just going to I've got some thumbs up so I'm going to assume you can still hear me. I'm not quite sure where I dropped out there. Sorry about that. Okay, only for a second. So yeah, the the timeline is is can be a real crutch for people and you know, we we need to to look at the 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 realization of what we have and try not to get so greedy and caught up in I need this by next week. I need this by next month because what that does is it just sets that Sets you up for that disappointment. And I'm not saying don't have ambitious goals and don't try to like achieve things in that short time period. I think it's good to have those goals and those ambitions. As long as it's this is what I want to achieve. And if I don't achieve that, then I'm going to learn and grow and develop. It's not, I'm going to beat myself up and feel really X, Y, Z. Okay. Um, because I know people who do that when they go, yes, I'm going to get here by here. And that's the goal and ambition, which is great. I do this a lot. You can ask my wife. I often go, I'm going to have this by this. Um, And then when we don't get that, how do we respond? How do we react? How do we behave? Those are the key aspects on how we're going to go through. And I'm like, if you were to see me on my journey, there's been times where I've, and this has had to grow out of me because I would have a, a goal and then something would happen and I'd fail. And then I'd be heartbroken and devastated and my emotions were still out of whack. But the more I bring my emotions together, in the long term, as well as on the charts, it all starts to converge to successful trading. And the thing about that is, sometimes you see the the desperation and the need on the charts each individual day is the very thing that's holding the long-term success back because maybe you've got a greedy, a greedy entry for, sorry, you have a greedy entry for a trade, right? And then, you don't manage it properly because of greed. It pulls back. And then this has happened so many times where I see people get into a trade. The trade moves really quickly to our target and starts to pull back and they haven't captured it. And so then they're holding on, but it's already reached the target. And now it's gone back into into, uh, drawdown, but it's already starting to turn. And unfortunately, it's going to most likely hit their stop loss before it comes back down and reaches these targets again. But the, the problem is, we wanted it to go further. We didn't capture because we were expecting more. And then we don't want to take a loss because we want you know, the profit. No one likes to take a loss, um, unfortunately. And then it just keeps going and you just watch it and it just keeps going back and back and back. So this individual trade greed then turns into, right, I've taken a loss on the chart. I now need to make that back. I now need to make that back and I need to trade. So you start to squeeze not so good trades you start to push as hard as you can for trades that aren't that great you don't have the patience and then rather than taking the one or the two like the one small loss you know oh i missed that i will take a point or i'll take a two-point loss we watch it hit our stop loss because of greed and then we, we need to make that back we have to make that back revenge trading right and so we try to force a trade that we can get back to break even and then okay now we need to actually finish this on a proper session rather than breaking even we need to finish on a win again, this is, this is greed. Why do we have to do that? Why do we have, have to make profit? Why do we have to make the money back? Sometimes the trades just aren't there and the discipline probability trades are just observing and allowing you to take what's there and leave what's not. But I think a lot of us have this, this feeling that we're on the charts, we need to make X amount of dollars or X amount of percent by X amount of weeks or months otherwise what's the point of me being here but the reality is all we need to do every single time we jump on the charts is expect us to probably use that probability that's on our trading plan to analyze each individual can that closes and then when it gets to our targets take the profit be happy with that and see if you can do that maybe two or three times in a session if you can't doesn't matter if you can do it no times doesn't matter if you can do it one time That's great. If you can do it two, even better. If you can do it three, perfect. But we don't need to have those trades. Not every time things are going to set up. Not every time we're going to get these huge winning trades. Sometimes you'll get into a trade and you'll realize maybe you miscalculated or something or misinterpreted something. Five points is more than enough. And that's all the points are going to, sorry, that's all the moves going to give you. But sometimes we get into a trade and we realize this and we don't want it. We want to hope that, okay, maybe we'll get 15, 20 out of it. But no, it's already turned around and gone the other way. So there's greed in the individual trade. This greed leads into the session. You know, how many trades can we get in this session? And then this leads into the week. You start to analyze, okay, that week was, Monday was bad. Tuesday was bad. I need to I need to make more trades on Wednesday and Thursday to make up for Monday and Tuesday. Now, don't get me wrong. It's great when you can have that happen when maybe you don't have a good session on Monday or Tuesday and then Wednesday you do Thursday you have another one and you're able to control it and have a good session on Friday but it's not always going to be that way and it's not imperative for that to happen sometimes we get on and we've had a bad Monday Tuesday and we try to force Wednesday and Thursday to be really good and in that forcing we also have a bad Wednesday and then a bad Thursday and then we have a bad week what does that happen that can lead into a bad next week and so I want to try and really get your get you to put a different perspective on your time frame for success in trading and the amount you need for individual sessions and individual weeks, let's say. Um, Because once you start to get into the point of all I'm doing is spending the next 45 minutes analyzing each candle and hoping I can get one, two, maybe three trades that match my trading plan and take five, 10, 20 points, maybe 40 points, depending on if it's a good move, Great we don't have to have these huge expectations and it's some also oh, often so blah, 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 more often than not i see it and it's just the people who chip away bit by bit are the people who become successful rather than those who wait for the big sweeping trades to make them millions you know you will get trades that run for 70 80 90 points as a scalper that's like four five six x great you will get them event once in a blue moon and it's awesome to be on the right side of them but when we chase only those big moves we end up giving away so much more wanting those big ones in the process. And so as soon as you can be like, this is where gratitude comes in. Like we spoke about gratitude every single day on this podcast, right? Every single morning, I'm like, share your gratitude, share your gratitude. Be grateful for two points. We speak about it all the time when people have moved their stop loss into profit. And yes, it turns around and takes them out with maybe two, three points. And they're like, Ah, this is the worst. I'm be grateful for those two, three points. It could have turned around and taken you out with a loss of twenty. Okay, and these words that we use and the way that we discuss our trading, you know, really does have a long term effect. Yesterday, I think I, um, you know, I was looking at the charts for a little bit. It wasn't really in my spectrum to be trading. That's why I wasn't on our trading call. And I saw a couple of moves, and I was like, "This is, you know, one move." Took me out with two, three points. I was like, this is enough. Like I I shouldn't don't need to be here. I'm happy with that. I didn't take a loss. Let's just leave it at that. You know, I was trying to finish up a weekend and stuff like that. So it's much easier just to be grateful for what you get and not try and force these huge trading sessions and trading numbers. Because the more you can take the little bite-sized pieces, you know, we understand there's seven, six trillion dollars to get traded in that day. We don't need much of that you know we just need the tiniest little crumb and each day take your tiny little crumb and be happy eventually you will see yeah huge growth and i'm just looking in the chats now um the sparrow and this is exactly what i think we're talking one of our traders also talks about right um where is it for a second um that has been me, yet yeah, me, yeah. I've been there too. I've been there a lot. This is, what I'm, this is the reason I bring it up. Leah says, I'm a sparrow. Yeah, I try to be the sparrow sometimes. I get like a crow though. <laughs> yeah, and that's the problem. That's because that greed comes in. You know, try to be a sparrow, but you get like a crow because it's, you know, sometimes, and this is where we talk about what consciousness are you trading from? If you're desperate and needy, it's really hard to be that sparrow. It's really hard to take that two, three pips, but you know, with my interview with some of the seven-figure traders, most of them talk about, yeah, I just take my little bit and I just do that consistently. And that grows. And that little bit becomes a lot more. You know, is that 2% a day? Whatever it is for you. But I think a lot of the time if we're coming from a place of desperation or need, which has been a lot of my trading journey, it becomes that really like, okay, this was good, but I need a bit more or I need it even more than that. Or if I don't get this and this and this, then I won't reach X, X target. And so... I really just want you to use this session as before we head into the, you know, the trading session to take a look and shift your perspective a little bit on what you really do need. And if you run the numbers, you know, two, three, 20-point trades a day is massive. It's actually huge. And I know a lot of the time people will look at a trade, it will get maybe 20 points in profit, 30 points in profit. Um, but that they won't start trailing yet or they won't start locking in points yet because they're worried it will come back and take them out and it could go on further. But if you get any trade that's 20 points, you should be super grateful. As, as traders, as scalping traders, um, as, trade, as scalpers, sorry, especially on the US 30, 20 points is, is massive. You get two or three of them, it's a really good day. Okay? So I want you to just think about it. I want you to shift your perspective a little bit. I want you to really try and check your greed and, and not just on each individual trade, but on the session and not just on the session, but in general with your trading journey because i see so many people come in here in up to two three months like if you've read my ebook this is what we talk about a lot in the ebook is is that triangle um, of retention basically and so many traders come in wanting to be rich within a few months but the ones that make it are just the ones that have stuck it out and they've gone through the steps and they're they're actually doing the process so the the whole ebook um, really talks about how to make your way up that retention triangle and it's not about time on the charts it's about the steps that are in that book and how, how many you've worked through. And if you can get all the way through the 10 steps, then it's a very high chance you'll be up at, um, in the number, in the top 1%. Okay. So I hope that makes sense to everyone. I hope you can use this as a little bit of a self check. And when you're on the charts today, think, am I being greedy or is this enough? And when you have a few days in the week where you just take your points, beep, 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 as that little sparrow does, you'll see a pretty good week by the end of it. Okay. I like that the sparrow. Yeah, I think that was Leah. I think someone said that, but the Leah, Leah was who first said the sparrow, I think. Thank you all for all the reminders. Always great. Yeah, not a problem. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome topic, Jake. Really needed that reinforced mindset, not a problem. All right. We're going to wrap it up there, traders. Let's make sure that we jump onto the trading call. Make sure you've done your brain warm up. Make sure that you've checked your lot size calculations. Make sure that you've got your trading journal. Uh, For those of you who have the journal, I know a few more of you have been ordering them lately now that they're back on sale, but make sure it's here, open, ready to be journaled. Okay. Make sure that you've done your brain warm up and you're in a good state of mind and all the things that we know we should be checking before we jump onto the charts. Okay. I needed this yesterday. I was up 1% after two trades. I took that third trade and got crushed. Yeah. (laughs) Brian, I've been there so many times and it can be tough. Um, And this is exactly, this is exactly what I'm talking about, you know, those kind of sessions. And unfortunately what happens then is it sets off the emotional feedback loop where that keeps frustration. And then you want to try and trade that back. And then this can actually be a really bad spiral that people can get into. Um, If you were able to cut it loose and just go and check, check, check yourself after that, then that's great. But this um, can have, you know, those side effects. And again, it comes from being greedy, needing that extra trade, And really it's a pushed or forced entry is what I put in my journal here. Um, And then that can, that can have that spiral effect. So good to um, have that knowledge acknowledgement and it is all part of the process, right? It, um, I definitely don't think you're alone there, Brian. And I think lots of people have been through that at some point because it's, it's um, unfortunately quite common, but that's why we're here. That's why on the mindset calls. And that's why we're slowly working to break, break those cycles. Oh yes I've done that many times Brian yeah I me too you know I've done that many many times but keep pushing keep growing keep developing and those many times will become fewer and far between and the progress will increase link for the ebook and your tracker um yes Paul I can definitely get you them I'll put them in the description for this show but I'll drop them in the chat here as well okay everyone thanks for listening and we will speak to you all again tomorrow Uh, Bye for now.